it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The famed stare down of a practice squad player. He was staring down the bench. Out comes the flag from Tony Carrenti. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Come on, man. Know the context of the moment. The Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Come on. Today's guests. UTSA running back Sincere McCormick from USA's The Sinner. Actor Bill Pullman. Plus your phone calls and more. And now. It's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live here in Los Angeles, California. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial for anybody and everybody out there who wants to talk. We are uh, we're excited to have you today here on NBC Sports on Peacock or Sirius XM Channel 85. NBC Sports Audio, this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate smart enough to have us. And then, of course, there's Odyssey streaming us coast to coast. And around the world uh, for your for your ear gate. This is good times. Good to see you over there, uh, Chris Brockman. How are you, hey, sir? Hey, Rich. What to do, baby? Uh, you, wow. Does that mean, TJ, you've got to use one of his lines in order for me to say hello to you? No, not at all, Good to see you. That's a kawaii. Good to see you over there. How are you, uh, Mr. Feller? Good I'm to good. see you over there. Very, very good. I like your hat. I like, your, you. I like hey, your hat. Hey, hey. It's an old school Rich Eisen show hat. Right Sucking over there. up to the hose. Very nice. <laughs> Feller, play to your okay. camera, bro. Yeah, yeah, play to your, your camera. Play to your left. Come on, man. teach you everything. Come on. Del Tufo would have found that camera in two seconds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's attracted to the camera. Um, so uh, we're we're ear to the ground, waiting to hear uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s choice. Um, he uh, he made it through waivers. That's no surprise, uh, as it was a lot more money for somebody to get him through waivers than it was to wait for him right now. And so um, he's there, sitting right there for um, anyone to have if he wants to be had. And according to our friend Diana Rossini this morning, right, from the Worldwide Leader in Sports, right. um, her report is that he has, uh, he's circling three teams. Packers, Saints, Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting. <laughs> now yeah, that, that makes sense to me. <laughs> well, I mean, it it's well. Here's, here's you said it doesn't make sense. Chris? Let's it let's let's not. let's oh. give let's give some pluses and minuses here. Okay, yeah. it, it makes sense to you for yeah. all three teams. Oh, okay, absolutely. Well, yeah, because I forget who said this earlier this week. I think or last. Everything just you know. I can't even tell what time it is right now, um, but. They the Chiefs don't have a second wide receiver. Mercole their Hardy. second their second p- 
pass catcher is their tight end. But if you want to have outside the numbers issues for anybody right there to defend against you, you got Tyreek over here. And then with all due respect to the Hardman Robinson, Gordon Gordon Pringle, Pringle, Pringle. It's the one that my kids like the most. Once you, once you pop Pringle, you just can't stop. Nope. You know what I mean? They're so delicious. (laughs) I was talking about a wide receiver. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, So, that's that's the fascinating aspect of this. And then if Mahomes, you know, runs around and creates time and creates space, who's you know who who you know Tyreek's on one side with one hand up, and Odell's on the other side with the other hand up. Killer Trav's in the middle of the field. And for for Odell, I mean, you want to go to a spot that's going to start winning football games like right now, and you want to go to a spot that can win you a championship right now. You want to play in the playoffs. You haven't played in the playoffs since he was a giant. And he's already been through another team. And that was in Green Bay, which has a lot of pluses there, man. And the the pluses are obvious, you know. And Devontae Adams is there, and with all due respect to the law firm of Lizard. Cobb, Lazard, Valdez, Scantling, <laughs> and St. Brown, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's not a bad one. You know, Devontae Adams is on outside the numbers going you this, and then there's Odell him. going that. Hey, Aaron, I'm going deep here because hey, hey, hey. you're running around and maybe not taking the check down. I'm open. Then there's the New Orleans Saints. Where obviously that's home. Yeah, hometown, but right. You want to go play for a backup? That's the issue. But you want to play for Sean Payton? See, <laughs> maybe, but but if you've just had an issue with yeah, Baker, Baker Mayfield, yeah. first overall drafted quarterback, and getting on the same page as him, or whatever the hell happened there. But the idea is to go play with better quarterbacks. Like you don't want to go from Eli to Baker. To Simeon, you want to go Eli, Baker, Aaron, mm-hmm. Patrick, yeah. mm-hmm. Mac Jones. I said it made Mac sense. To t- <laughs> well, that's why we're going to have Tom Carr on. No, 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 no. Uh, and, and New England, New England not on the list. Does that mean New England's not interested in him? Or, Maybe. It or what? sounded like tires were kicked, at least internally, from what Tom said this morning. We'll Tom Carr is what yeah, you're we'll saying. Yeah, we'll see what the latest is there. He's joining us in the middle of the show. So... There's that. And that's why I said it made sense because New Orleans would be going home. Like you have Aaron or you have right. Patrick or you get to go back to the bayou that Mike Thomas is out. You'd be the number one guy there. I, for back. I know so. you are. I know. And then I, I would just be genuinely nervous about joining a team where, yeah. you know, Simeon might not be the guy in two weeks, which makes total sense, right? And then it's Taysom Hill. And now you're suddenly trying to get – I don't know. I, I, I would. I would. I'll just stay consistent. Green Bay would be my choice. Oh yeah. Green Bay would be my absolute choice over Casey. Yeah. Absolutely. They're they're ready to roll, you know. And we're assuming Rogers comes back on Sunday. Once again, he seemed hearty and hail on McAfee's show, saying that he's no longer going to talk about it. So, I'm sure the. 
Green Bay media and outside media uh, of the McAfee slash the law firm of, of McAfee and uh, Hawk, <laughs> you know, would like a, a crack or a follow up question or two that that maybe Pat didn't maybe. fire in, in Aaron Rodgers direction. But he says he's not talking about it. And I, I personally do not think this is going to linger with for wins and losses and locker room stuff unless he's. He comes back. You remember Cam last year? Cam was different when he came back after having COVID. Completely different player. And as I told everybody, this is no joke. Mike Zimmer said today in his press conference today, an un, a, a, a vaccinated player of the Minnesota Vikings had trouble breathing and had to go to the hospital and is still in the hospital overnight, still in the hospital right now. Wow. And just think of the no stories we've heard joke. from Larry Fitzgerald last year who said he lost 10 pounds. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who both had breathing issues when coming back, like, and all these other professional athlete stories we've heard from, affects everybody differently, and we have yet to see how it's going to affect Aaron Rodgers. But I don't think it would create enough of a, a question mark for me if I'm Odell Beckham to go there. You know, I, I would choose them. I would go to Green Bay. I would go to that spot in Lambeau Field. I would go and say... Adams, Roger, Adams and Rodgers have an incredible connection. I can have that with Rodgers, too. I'm sure Aaron's probably on the phone to him. And, and, and you're, that's a heck of a three-pack, man. Cobb, I also just think about... Cobb and Odell and Adams and Jones and Dylan. Yeah. That, I'd, go to, I'd go to work with that. They're going to get better and healthier, you know, um, I think on the offensive line and defensively, they're a terrific football team. They're a terrific defensive football team. I also I'd just think there, about man. it from a winning perspective. Uh, Green Bay more to lock to make the playoffs. Whereas if you join the Chiefs, are you going to make the playoffs? There are eleven teams with five wins in the AFC. Right. Whereas the NFC is super top heavy. Yeah. And by joining the Packers, you're one of those top heavy teams. Right. You're 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 playing mid to late January football right now. Absolute you can tell guaranteed. that you can tell that right here guaranteed in November. Home playoff game for sure. Chiefs 50-50 to make the playoffs? Not sure. And then how much of this is his choice and not the other team's choice? Right. I would go to Green Bay. I would absolutely go to Green Bay. You want to pop that up on a poll question? Yeah, see what our yeah, see what our fan base has to think about that. Where would you go? If you're Odell Beckham Jr., I'd go to Green Bay, Wisconsin. For sure. George Kittle's joining us in hey. about uh, 10 minutes' time. <laughs> how, many big time Mond- uh, how many big time games are there on, on, on the docket for week 10 now that we're. It's week 10. Can you believe it? It's goes, too fast. It goes fast, man. Even though Tom Brady doesn't like how long it is. I mean, I agree with him, but. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you, you just look at the, the schedule here. Um, that starts tomorrow night, Ravens and Dolphins. You know who's going to ha- <clears throat> help us get us to that game is uh, T. Sizzle, Terrell Suggs, joining oh, the program. But the, you got an early window game. There's seven early window games. So it's the Browns and the, the Patriots, the Saints and the Titans. Those are big games, man. Adrian Peterson's going to be running a football against the Saints. Um, Bucks coming <laughs> off their bye week at the Washington football team, which is that they're on the razor's edge right now. Falcons and Cowboys, people. Sneaky good game. Falcons and Cowboys. And then you've got uh, late window. You've got the Carolina Panthers and the 
Cardinals. Sam Darnold bro- broke his scapula, right? Ooh. This guy can't get a break. So he's out now, and um, the Carolina Panthers are going to have to go into battle uh, with P.J. Walker in Arizona, which just came off that big win against San Francisco. And, you know, obviously we'll kick the tires on everything with, with uh, a Kittle on that front. Eagles and Broncos, can the Broncos do to uh, the Eagles what they did to uh, the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> what a big game. Dallas and Atlanta, buddy. Here we go. Arthur Smith's joining us first up on tomorrow's show. Seattle and Green Bay. It looks like it's going to be Russ versus Aaron Rodgers after all. And then the divisional battles out west to finish everything up. Chiefs and Raiders and Rams and 49ers. I am particularly keen on that game because that Monday night game, George Kittle is going to be joining us. And the Rams, we assume, are going to be suiting up Von Miller. That could be uh, an unsafe assumption. But the Patriots, I, I, and that's one of the reasons why we're going to have Tom Curran on. I know I've been talking to you about this, right? This is a playoff team. It, it is literally right now, if we stop the count right now, the Patriots are in. And this is a team that is efficient on offense. They don't make the mistakes on offense. They don't put their defense on the short field. And the defense makes plays. Back-to-back games with, pick, with uh, touchdowns, pick sixes. They don't make mistakes in special teams, and they're only going to get better on offense because they got a rookie quarterback that just doesn't play like a rookie. But here comes the Cleveland Browns coming off of that big dub. Baker Mayfield going into Gillette Stadium. Let's go. Does that make you nervous? Uh, Nope. (laughs) He has yet to face New England. Ever? Has he? Has he not gotten a, a glimpse of, uh, of of Belichick just yet? Glimpse of Belichick. Is that entirely possible? Uh, I'm just wondering that off I, the top of my head because if that's the that. case, oh boy, no Nick Chubb, look out. Look out. One game. He has played. They lost in 2019. Okay. So <clears throat> George Kittle is going to be joining us, and one thing that I definitely am keen to talk to him about is um, – that taunting penalty that just sticks in my craw. And Mark Maskey, who covers the NFL, he's the national NFL reporter for the Washington Post. And he's got a lot of sources within the uh, halls of 345 Park Avenue, the, uh, the halls of the NFL. And he says that the NFL put the check mark next to Tony Correnti's flag on uh, Cassius Marsh for taunting. That's disappointing. Highly disappointing. And um, I cannot wait to ask a passionate Pro Bowl, intense, football-loving player like George Kittle what he thinks of all that. Because George plays the game with joy. He does not play the game with sort of an F.U. edge. But he can celebrate every now and then if he does it in the wrong direction, if his weather vane is pointed in the wrong direction. Spot, does he get flagged? I mean, these are the things you got to be thinking about. And it's too bad. I mean, Kittle has gone into the end zone like Deion Sanders, holding it up, hand behind his head. But if it's not in the direction of anybody, I guess that's fine. So we'll ask him about all that. 
Later on the show, uh, I am very much looking forward to giving out uh, this week's toughest player on planet Earth, presented by Gorilla Glue, a $1,000 check and free Gorilla Glue product to uh, a University of Texas at San Antonio road running running back of the road runners they are nine and oh only three other teams are nine and oh in fbs play they are georgia cincinnati and oklahoma Hmm. so it's the undefeated team you've never heard of and that's what the gorilla glue toughest player on planet earth is all about players that you might not know that deserve to be on your radar screen because they're on ours and we give these NIL deals to kids that don't expect it coming. And Sincere McCormick is currently ranked seventh in rush yards in FBS play. He is the record holder at UTSA in career rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. And they're 9-0. and He's going to be joining us. Tom Curran to talk about what's up with the Patriots and how they got so good so fast. Are they back? I mean, this guy's been around all those other Patriots teams that dominated. Are they back? Obviously, that means Mac Jones is the Tom Brady in this equation, and that's a big, tough haul. And look who's joining us in person in studio. Oh, man. The actor Bill Pullman. Season four of USA Network's The Sinner, starring Bill Pullman. So we'll talk about that. But lots more to talk about with him. So much. Okay. So I'm a Mel Brooks guy. I'm curious to know about Spaceballs, little John Candy, right? Oh, yeah. Um, asks people like my wife about Bill Pullman, and it's while you were sleeping. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> like Peter Gallagher's brother, Peter's knocked out in a coma. Sandra Bullock, Bullock, Bullock falls yeah. in love with him as a, to- <laughs> as a, uh, a, a token collector in, in Chicago's, uh, you know, rapid transit system. Falls in love with the brother, and then, you know, Bill Pullman comes in and that's the sort of stuff my wife loves. And, of course, then there's Independence Day, which is what the guys dig. Yep. So much to talk about with him. Can't wait to chat about all of that with Bill Pullman live in studio in hour number three. But coming up next, one of the best players in the business. What is up with the 49ers? They are three and five. Is the coach getting a little bit more uh, in everyone's faces or what? How are they handling this adversity? Last year it was like, well – Super Bowl hangover and the the uh, pandemic and the injuries and then they they didn't even play in their home stadium to finish up the year. So much went off center last year. This year, what is off? George always shoots us straight, and he's going to do that. And we'd love to chat with you at eight four four two zero four Rich, being the number to dial. Off and running here on this Wednesday edition of the Rich Eisen Show, keeping an eye on the transaction wire with Odell. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Getting set for uh, week 10, starting tomorrow night with the Ravens and the Dolphins, and it ends on Monday Night Football. I'll be on Westwood One as always hosting the pregame and halftime show of the Rams versus the 49ers, who are not off to a start that they uh, hope to have. But part of the reason why is because George Kittle was out. And I tweeted it out this week. Um, I just love watching him play. The NFL is better off when this guy is active and playing. And I show, I'm sure Rams fans would not agree that with that because they have to face George Kittle this week. But he's the man who helped create National Tight Ends Day and he's uh, one of our favorites of all time. Joining us right here on the Mercedes-Benz Van phone line is George Kittle. How are you, George? Rich. Wow. Thanks for the intro. I'm excited to be here. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it makes my Wednesday morning a little bit better when I get to talk to you today. I appreciate that. Wednesday, yeah, it's normally known that middle middle of the week. You don't really want to deal with it. And uh, you and I are just helping each other get through it. So I appreciate that. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. (laughs) How are you doing? How's it going? How's it going? Uh, I mean, let's see, body's feeling good. I'm excited to be back playing football. Mm-hmm. The last couple of weeks being uh, being out has been tough. But, uh, you know, it just felt good to be back out there in front of our great fans and playing with the boys again. And, you know, we didn't get the dub, and it wasn't the, you know, the game that we wanted to play. Um, you know, so disappointed in that. But, uh, you know, I'm optimistic, too. We had to play on Monday Night Football, and I missed that one last year, so I'm very excited that uh, I get an opportunity to play again uh the only game of the day on Monday Night Football. So, uh, very optimistic. Okay. And so, um, what do you lend uh, to the three and five start, the, the reason for it? Is there one? Is there something that you guys are talking about uh, on this front that you want to just throw out there right now, uh, George? I mean, to me, I think uh, we just need to play better. I mean, that, that, that's all it is at the end of the day. I mean, you look at the tape of every single game that we've lost and even the games that we've won. I just don't feel like we've we've played at the level that, you know, the standard that we've set. You know, I know we have a couple guys that are, are playing a consistent at a higher level. I mean, I need to elevate my game. Um, I think, you know, I think everybody can just play a little bit better. Um, you just look at it, whether it's drops. I mean, uh, I had a bad fumble. You got a bad fumble. You know, they didn't set our defense up for failure. So it just, hey, you got to eliminate those mistakes to give ourselves a chance because we're not even doing that. I mean, Coach Shanahan's calling plays to give us opportunities. 
and we're just not really taking advantage of those things. And so I really just think it's, at the end of the day, we just need to play better. And, uh, you know, you could say focus on the little things and, uh, you know, go back to work. But, you know, we have been working. I think we've had a lot of really good practices, and we just got to get to correlate to the game. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. Like I said, you know, Monday Night Football, we have the whole nation looking at you. It's a, it's a wonderful time to, you know, get the, boat, get the boat going in the right direction. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and it's you and Debo and Ayuk. I mean, that's – you're back. I mean, you're all there, right? And so, uh, and Jimmy G knows you. You know him. The the pieces are there. I just, you know, just give it. Can you give just the fans a little bit of an insight when you're just like it? Just when it just doesn't all click, and and how you keep fighting through it. Like, how do you do that? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, it, it's. I mean, it's frustrating. You know, you you have all the pieces. I know. I think that we have a lot of really good skill position. I think we have a fantastic line. Um, and I think Jimmy G has given us the opportunities to make plays. He's putting the ball in the right spots. I think the last two weeks he's played really well, uh, save for a couple of passes, you know, and, uh, I just think that, uh, you know, it is, it's frustrating when your skill guys, you know, when you're not making all the plays, when you're not having, um, you know, all those pitch and catches like you should, um, it's frustrating. But like I said, you know, I think we're working really hard. I think we're having really good practices, and it just has to correlate. And, you know, the way you just get through that is, you know, it is a couple things. You know, I think one of it, I think we have a very mentally tough team. I do. I think uh, we have some vets in here that have been through a lot of stuff that are mm-hmm. leading the way for the young guys. And, um, you know, it is difficult. But um, at the end of the day, you know, I'm a professional football player. I live my dream out every single day. So it's hard not to be positive. And so you just got to bring that energy around and um, continue to work hard and get better every single day. I love and that. I think that's what we're doing. And I think that we will continue to get better. And, like I said, um, the great thing about the NFL is you get another you get another opportunity in the next week. And so if you keep sulking about the last one, it's just going to hinder you from succeeding at the next one. And um, I'm very excited about this Monday night football game against the Rams because, you know, division rival, they're really good. They're rolling. Um, hey, but we've had their number the last couple of years, and um, I'm excited to see what we put together uh, tomorrow when we go in for all of our meetings and stuff. And, it's just going to be another fun game for us to go out there and play. Is Coach more ornery? Is he more pissed? How's Coach? How's he handle it? What's, what's he what's uh, these That's days? great. Coach Shannon, he, he's great. Um, he's very consistent. He's the same guy every single day. You okay. know, he. Uh, I think it's good that we had an extra 24 hours to watch film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let him watch it a couple times. But no, he's, he's all right. He's, uh, you know, he's obviously in the same boat as we are. He's disappointed that we're not winning games. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, we're underperforming a little bit, but. I think that we need, you know, obviously we need to win more games, and he knows that. And I think that um, the good thing about Coach Shannon is, I think he's built a really good staff, and they're going to do everything they can to make it easier on the guys for him to understand it, or you know, just dial up some more things to give us an opportunity to win a game. All right, so George Kittle, uh, I, I, you know, usually doesn't happen this way, but uh, if Aaron Donald's on the edge, do you chip him? Is that what you do? What do you do, George? Um, do you give I'm a little chip? I can to make him laugh. <laughs> Now, not, the, not anger him. Okay, because he's he's really good at football, and <laughs> um, he's large. And so I'm just going to do everything yeah. I can to you know put a smile on his face. Okay, and I'll let him know, hey Aaron, I might be chipping in this play. Don't throw me to the ground. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, that works. But right, just relax a little bit. So you got to bring your A material, right? And we're not talking football. You could bring your A comedy game to the game a little bit here. Of- Right, Rich, I, I appreciate that. You, yes. you know, you got to you got to play at an incredibly high level on the football field every every Sunday. But right. you know, if you can bring a little bit more into it, you know, like if you can bring a little bit of that into it, mm-hmm. you can distract some guys. You never know. But uh, you know, Aaron, I love competing against Aaron because he's he's one of one. And when you're at a football field with him, um, 
it's incredible just to watch him work um, and to compete against him. So I'm very excited about that. You know, Vaughn Miller is going to be awesome. That's right. Um, yeah. That's going to be so much fun. Love competing against Jalen Ramsey. I like I said, I love going against Rams, and I'm excited to play against Cooper Cup. Uh, definitely one of my boys and uh, the season he's been having. So that, that'll be, uh, I mean, just absolutely incredible. He just cooks dudes left and right like his own business. Um, and so I'll be excited to watch that in person as well. Cup's uh, one of your know, boys? Cup's one of your boys too, huh? You have a lot. Of, I mean, you, you, you're, you, have a lot, uh, you have a lot of friends in this game, George. That's for sure. You know what? I, I'm lucky to be in a profession where uh, I, I love almost all of my, uh, all the people I work with. I'm, I'm a big fan of, and, you know, I grew up a football fan, so I appreciate when guys are playing at a high level. Or people are, you know, just playing good. Uh, I like watching tape. And so whenever you notice those guys that are playing at a high level, uh, you know, they deserve to be rewarded for and they deserve to be talked about. I crushed me, George, that you weren't out there for National Tight Ends Day this time oh around. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's your day, you're, man. You're and, by, and by the way, every, I think every tight end scored that weekend. Did you notice that? That literally it was the greatest weekend for tight ends this year so far and may have it been. Was. I mean, that actually happened. There was an actual physical and and tangible on the scoreboard celebration of national tight ends day this past it year. was you know you I just gotta that. speak into existence rich you know you <laughs> said it's national tight end day it was national tight end day and the boys went off and you just you love to see it so i'm sorry so did i admit it, it's there's no plural it's national tight end day that's what it is i heard whatever you, you want it to be rich <laughs> 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 uh, okay okay all right so because i called it tight ends i want to make sure that we're good you know i want to make sure that it's all good you yeah know, it is uh, what it is you know plural non-plural it can be specific very vague we're it. tight ends man we all kind of look the same we all kind of do the same stuff mm-hmm. coaches get us confused with other players <laughs> it's called fire number it is what it is don't worry about it <laughs> And Olsen's killing it in the booth. I don't know if you've caught any of his games that he's calling on Fox. Oh, no, I listened. Uh, cause I, yeah, because I was out uh, three weeks with a bye week, too. So okay. I had to listen to him a couple times. And um, he, he's fun to listen to. Uh, I think he gives a lot of really good insight. Uh, you just give him an opportunity to talk about the tight end, and I think he can ramble for about 20 minutes, which I really appreciate. <laughs> he's been killing it. Uh, um, I, I would be remiss if I did not ask you about the previous Monday night football game in which uh, Cassius Marsh of the Chicago Bears got a 15-yard flag because he did start sauntering towards the Pittsburgh bench and stared at them. What did you think of that, George Kittle? Oh, Rich. Uh, Well, no, I think football is a very emotional sport. I think think you try – I think you try all day, all year round. You train as much as you possibly can. Um, and so you're going to be very emotional. And uh, whether it's, um, I mean, whether you're celebrating, whether you're staring at a guy, whether you're flexing at a guy, I think it's hard to, you know, not let all that emotion take over when you make a big time play. I mean, I, I know, I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if I got flagged for my first down celebration. Because uh, usually when I get a first down, you know, a big play, you like to get up, spin the ball throw first down celebration up i mean it is what it is and um you know it's tough the guys get flagged for that no i i I feel like i i kind of understand what the league's doing um but at the end of the day it's a very emotional sport the the amount of time like i said that you put into this game the grind uh, early mornings late nights studying the things your body goes through the things people say to you on social media you know every once in a while you want to let that energy out and you know be excited be happy about what you're doing out there and to get flagged for it 
at a pivotal time, I think is is brutal and it's kind of soul crushing. Yeah, I, especially Marsh's story. I don't know if you're fully uh, up to speed on that. I, I wasn't at the time that he was a Steeler cut by the Steelers and then he was on the Bears practice squad elevated for that game and then made that play. I think it was a kind of how do you like me now stare in the direction of the bench, not 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 like, hey, I'm better than you. You know what I'm saying? It's just the whole thing was just I, – I, 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 I despised it. I hated it, you know. I, I, but I also don't want a player standing over another guy and barking at him either. But that wasn't that. You know what I'm saying, George? Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I agree, like – the you know you're standing over a guy you're yelling at him in the face yeah I mean I don't I don't know if there's really you don't need to do that mm-hmm. again like you know I it's football like I've I've had some stuff happen to me out there that I'm like ah you know it is what it is you know he's being like it is what it is it's annoying but whatever so like I mean I can kind of see that but I mean unless it's doing something derogatory or doing something you know um, disrespectful I mean that's kind of my thing is as long as you're not disrespecting the other person. I don't really think there's that big of an issue. And I think standing there staring at a guy is not disrespectful. You know, putting your face mask in his face mask and telling him that he sucks, yeah, that's probably pretty disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. <when he's> <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, it, it's, uh, I, just, I hope that there's more consistency going forward. George Kittle, you're the man. Uh, what do you do in your spare time? What do you, what do you and your wife uh, binge watch? What are you watching on TV these days? Anything that I should know about? Oh my gosh, I am so glad that you asked. Okay. Wow. All right. We actually, so we just got caught up. We're finally caught up. There's two shows that me and Claire watch. It's we're on Yellowstone. Okay. Incredible. Okay. So much fun. Um, and then we're also watching SEAL Team. I don't know if you watched that, but it's about Navy SEALs. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of it because uh, one of the main actors is a Niners fan, Max Thoreau. So uh, he uh, he threw my bobblehead in on uh, in his like his cage that he keeps all like all of his weapons in the is show. That right? And and this last episode, they made a Fred Warner reference after he tackled a guy. Awesome, <sighs> super cool. You know, Boreanaz is an Eagles fan, George. So oh, I know he is. Trust okay. me. I, uh, <laughs> He wears his Philly stuff all the time. I'm like, hey, Max, throw a Niners hat on or something. (laughs) (laughs) But you like Yellowstone, right? Costner's great in that, dude. He is awesome in that. Oh, Rip is my guy. Okay. Okay, those are your two shows. Have you checked out Ted Lasso? Did you ever see that one? Um, Ted Lasso? Rich, I feel like if you know me, you know that I've watched it. Of course, that's what I figured. I figured. I figured. It's funny. You watch every show and you just have a smile on your face. You're like, why am I smiling so hard? You remind me of the, of the players like football is life with a big smile on and just go out and do your thing, man. <laughs> You're that guy for the NFL, George. Football is life and you smile and you go do your business. That's you. Hey, That's you. I appreciate it. You're excited. That is a compliment. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> I mean, you got it. You got it. Take care of yourself, George Kittle. Appreciate the time. You be well and I look forward to seeing you on Monday Night Football. Oh, I can't wait for it. And I'll see you at uh, Titan University next year. Yeah. As you know, I will be in charge of the curriculum, however you see fit, since you just told me (laughs) National Tight End Day is whatever I want to make of it. So I'm in. National Tight End Day, National Tight End Day, National Tights Day. You know, wherever. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have a good one. George Kittle, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show prior to Monday Night Football. My best, man. I, I, I guess this is perfect timing because... I have copyright here that we were requested by our colleagues and benefactors at uh, Peacock Television to read. Okay, great. Today, they said, hey, would you do this today? Perfect timing. Sure. 
Peacock is the only place to binge the first three seasons of the hit drama Yellowstone, starring Kevin Costner. See the show everyone's talking about and catch up on all of the action and drama on Yellowstone Ranch. Go to PeacockTV.com to start streaming seasons one through three today. And I'm not caught up, but I've, from what I've seen on the internets there, mm-hmm. Rich, the beginning of season four, the, the premiere that just happened yes. was explosive. Okay, very good. Very, very good. Thank you for that, Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> way, way to add. Way to add on it. I'm just trying to help for the Appreciate sponsors. It. You know, yesterday that was kind of an issue, so. No, it was not an issue. I'm trying to. It's not an know. issue. It's not an issue. We just need everybody rowing in the same direction. That's all. You got it. Moving forward. We're looking forward. <laughs> and don't stare at me. That's all I'm saying. Don't stare at me. I'm not staring. Well, during that conversation with our friend George Kittle, the uh, official Twitter account of NFL officiating backed up the call of the taunting penalty on Cassius Marsh. We'll discuss that. And also, earlier today, the head coach of the New York Jets, Robert Sala, named a new starting quarterback there, or to this week's starting quarterback, and um, uh, didn't say it's Zach Wilson's gig the minute he's healthy. Now, there's lots on that we need to discuss. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. 844-204-RICH is also the number for you to dial right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Shaq here on the Rich Eisen Show. (laughs) Paul Rudd named Sexiest Man Alive. Of really? 2021 by People Magazine. Yeah, I did not know that. What's the process was today. for this award, quote unquote? Well, you got to be sexy, and you have to be a man, got and it. you have to be alive. Those are the three that, most important. Well, the, I mean, those, we got one of those. That's starters. Those are starters. What do you mean you have one of them? Yeah, you got two. two of them. I was about to say, <laughs> do you need help counting? Is, are you dead right now? Or? Are you... We know I did. Sexy, I right? did text Paul congratulations <laughs> today on behalf of oh, great. Uh, all of us here, That's uh, and told is. him that he's always been the sexiest man not dead to me. Um, and then we started going back and forth as to who who dead is more sexy. Um, <laughs> at any rate, and what was? But the... it just it give, gives all of us fifty two year olds something to shoot for, man. Hope. Sexiest mm-hmm. sportscaster alive is that a thing that we should probably push for? Let's start it. Right now. <laughs> but right it's now. only bald guys. Is that right? Why Sexist not? bald We're in charge. Line? We're in charge of making the list. Right. So it's you two, Van Pelt. Ernie. 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 Right? Yep. 
Tariko. Uh, Tariko. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Sean McDonough. I, I, I welcome him into this mix. <laughs> I welcome just, him I'm into this mix. I'm just thinking of bald sportscasters. Okay. Small, small group. Uh, small and, and which is the publication that's going to back this play? Well, AARP Magazine. Nope. The, the Bald no, Brotherhood. Not good enough. Not good the Bald Brotherhood Monthly. I don't know. You want to go like Us Weekly because they're going up against people. Yeah. Who who you know wears I mean? it better? Yeah. The bald look. Who wears it better? We're talking this out. Okay. Let's pitch it. Should we get Zach? Zach, another bald, beautiful. <laughs> that's bald right. Man. Let's get, get Zach publicist to the stars on it. <laughs> Um, he spoke to our Gorilla Glue toughest player on planet Earth who we're going to be talking to in about 15 minutes, Sincere McCormick of uh, UTSA, and said he couldn't be nicer. We like that. When we give the toughest player on the planet Earth award every single week, the NIL deal to somebody who's not expecting it, I kind of dig that. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Eric in Sacramento, California. You're here on the Rich Eyes Show. What's up, Eric? Hey, how's it going, guys? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Attaboy. What, what, uh, what, what, what led you to say, you know what, I'm finally going to call that show that I like <laughs> a lot. What you do you know, got? I, I don't know. I just, I just reached out and did it. Good Attaboy. question. Well um, so, what I'm, so nobody, I don't like the rule either, the taunting rule, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody does. Mm-hmm. But my question to you guys is this. How long are we going to give Marsh to celebrate out there? I mean, he does a roundhouse kick. He dabs his guys up. He saunters over to the sidelines. I mean, it was like Mortal Kombat out there. Yeah, but who's he, what's it affecting? It wasn't like, you know, taunting you need out of the game for two reasons. One, it's a bad look. And two is it just riles up the situation and ratchets it up and makes it kind of unsafe for everybody. You get people pissed yeah, off. You. you got pushing and shoving. And then the officials are the first thin blue line. And you got a, you know, you got a 69-year-old referee out there who needs to get in there with some grown-ass men and separate them because the the temperatures ratcheted up. How did that ratchet up any temperature? You know, just basically keep the flag in your pocket and say, "Come on, man, get back to your sideline." How tough is that? How tough is that? Instead, we're not talking about all this stuff. Hardly anybody saw it anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's not like when somebody's standing over somebody, the ball is being stood over, so the camera's on the ball. When there's somebody who's like barking in another guy's face and they're like two 300-pound guys doing it or two skinny wide receivers doing it, you're seeing it, you know, because the play had just happened there. We're not seeing this guy sauntering to the sideline at all. It's the only guy who's uh, looking at it is, is he, the— He did, he did kind of have the have the walk, you know what I mean? He had that kind of jaunt. So do you want that—so you, you, you think that was an appropriate use of the flag then? I mean, I guess by the letter of the law. I don't no, like but, the law, though. No, I don't I, like the rule. That's what I'm saying is that there are some times, you know, when um, – and thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Call back again. There are some times, just again, uh, I, I use my own uh, uh, <laughs> law and order uh, in my own household as the example. Susie and I sometimes – one of our kids does something, right? Right. We tell them that not to do it. Yeah, of course. And they're doing it. Right. Right. And they know the rules of the house is not to do that. (laughs) Okay. We, as the officials of our household, Mm -hmm. make a decision. Like, do we bring down the hammer? Always. Or do, no. (laughs) Do you bring (laughs) down? (laughs) Wow. Boy Cage is going to have a great, uh, great relationship with you. (laughs) No, you, you bring down the hammer or do you say you don't make that big of a deal of it because you know there's going to be some other situations that the hammer needs to be brought down? Or do you also look in the other direction because 
it's not necessary in that moment to bring the hammer down. Sure. Or do you just say, look, we're not doing it. We already told you not to do yeah, this. Yeah, hey, come, come on. on. What are we doing? Because we don't want to make a big deal out of it right now. Right. Because there's other things going on. Right. You make that call in your own household. We do that. Mm-hmm. That was what Tony Carrenti was um, put in the position of having to do. Yeah, Instead, he's just like, that's a foul. Out. Out. Go. Yeah. Go. As a matter of fact, as you walk by me, I'm going to make some odd movement with my, you know, <laughs> lower body to contact you. Like, it, it was weird. The whole thing was weird. Like, why? Not a fan. There's not a single fan saying, get that out of the game right now. Inject yourself right now. And I, I warned my colleagues and friends at 345 Park Avenue to not back this play. Please don't do it. Because fans are going to be totally... Totally upset about that. Perry Fuel is the new SVP of officiating. Former coach in this league, longtime coach in this league, guy who knows this league, right? This is and the NFL officiating department put together a video of about 90 seconds of the senior vice president of officiating talking about plays. Put it out on their Twitter account. And one of the plays was amongst just other run-of-the-mill holding penalty this, that sort of, oh, yeah. Here's the one thing that actually inflamed the entire uh, NFL community uh, and fan base in front of an entire nation, causing everyone to talk about it for the next 24 hours. Uh, here, th- This is their response, folded into this 90-second video. Here's what Perry Fuel had to say. In Chicago versus Pittsburgh, Bears number 59 is penalized for taunting. He takes several steps toward the Pittsburgh bench, posturing toward their sideline. Taunting is a point of emphasis to promote sportsmanship and respect for opponents. This was recommended by the competition committee and coaches. Posturing. Oh, this, this I mean, it's just, it's just, right? it's, it's, it's. We're watching something it, different. It's totally interpretive dance. And it's just like, there's no reason for that to have been called. You are making a mistake in saying this is what we want out of the game the punter, who's the closest to Marsh, was kept on running. It's not like he went right back at him saying, stop staring at my bench. <laughs> it's, it didn't start anything. It didn't start anything. And it almost finished off the Bears when you're calling it. It started nothing. You calling it started a whole big mess with fans who want this to stop. The this being... Yes, standing over somebody, out, everything else. Understand the time on the clock, the situation, and don't call it. You heard what Kittle had to say. He echoed what Ryan Clark said very, very passionately on ESPN last week. Everybody's working their ass off 7 a.m. to 11 at night, watching film, doing this, doing that, working their entire lives to get to this moment, preparing psyching yourself up to play a very physical, emotional game. And we're asking you, players, to tone it down and understand, don't get in the gray area. Well, the officials should understand when it's in the gray area, it's a gray area for a certain reason. You don't have to call it just in the gray area. That means it's, it's, it's a penalty. It's a penalty. It's a penalty. 
By the way, that's a GIF I don't want repeated, what I've ever just did with my face and my arm just yeah. doing that. It's just, I don't think it's going to look good you for me. You would have been better I off just, not saying I just, what just lost said. sexiest bald broadcaster alive 2021. <laughs> I just lost it. But you know what I mean? Like, it's incumbent on the players are all fired up. And I know that it's an emotional game, too, for the refs. But come on, man. It's not like these guys are Come working on. in a an office, like across no, the thoroughfare on the no, fourth floor. You're like, making no. a mistake by saying this is the stuff you want out of the game because the stuff that you really want out of the game shouldn't be lumped in with this. It's two totally different things. But you're still saying it's taunting. We have an emphasis on this thing. And he's posturing, taking steps towards the sideline. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. He did. But he's not in the face of anybody He's on the field. It's a big field. Walking, he's between the numbers and the hash. And the lone stealer near him, just running past him. Sort of like that person in New York City that's doing something stupid, and we all walk past him because we got stuff to do. <laughs> right. You know Jay what I mean? Gla- Jay Glazer just passed you in the rankings because of that. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just a great it, point. Just, honestly, it's just yeah, it's there are times when you have to call it, and there are times when you don't really have to call it. And if you don't really have to call it, don't call it. Because you're pissing off the fans and you're pissing off the players who are like, I don't know what's what. Help us out, refs, because we're really emotional. So when we do cross the line, you can call it. But if we're sauntering up to the line and the line is in between the hash and the numbers, help us out. We're all trying to make the game better. It's your job to officiate, which means it's your job to discern. Discern better. Discern these. Yeah. Discern (laughs) Bofa. (laughs) Not my finest moment.